welcome back to the FPL Roundtable. I'm your host, Kevin DeVries, and as always with me is Rob Langevin. Yo, Halloween. <laughs> jump man, jump man, jump man, jump man. Double game week 34 is here. <laughs> I'm just going to throw in words that don't rhyme. To be fair, that song doesn't rhyme. So I think you're in good stead. In case I'm you're close. wondering what that's in reference to, it's a song by Drake and Future. Feel free to not listen to it because it's real bad. Feel free to Google the lyrics because you'll get another kick out of that and trying to figure out which words rhyme and which words don't. <laughs> Correct. Uh, and also, randomly, what the what was it? The third and fourth words are? Uh, they're yeah. not the group that likes the Americans. <laughs> right. You have a fun time Googling that. We aren't going to say it because the NSA but big, exists. But, but big props to uh, DJ Mustard. <laughs> uh, it's Mustard on the beat, huh? <laughs> Um, but anyway, so here we are on a Wednesday recording. We just watched Lukaku be absolutely god-awful in fantasy. I already tweeted out um, what I've said many times on the show, which is you should never like burn bridges on a player. That Every player still has value at certain prices. I'm honestly considering just being done with Lukaku forever. Your take. Uh, I'm going full pyro on whole Lukaku, the existence of him from a fantasy perspective. It's just disgusting. Uh you know, Will there be I, burning of effigies? Or? I don't know. I don't know. You know, it, it, he's just awful right now. I mean, I watched the game. There's no, there was no finish. There was no quality of play. Um, you know, it's it's sad when the the highest scoring double game week player is Joel Ward, <laughs> followed um, by uh, Wayne Hennessy. Woo! Hadn't um, kept the clean sheet in 2016. <laughs> so I mean. <laughs> Warden Hennessy sounds like uh, a 70s blues band right next to Loggins and Messina. Also, uh, it could be a drink. Yeah, can I get a Warden Hennessy? Yeah. yeah. Could be. That could be a good one. I, I don't know what the ward would be. It maybe be like a – you have to make like, – maybe it's like a, a W-A-R-T. Maybe it's that water, you know. Mm. <laughs> or maybe it's just like a soda. <laughs> You're going soda and cognac. It's a pop. It's a pop and Hennessy. <laughs> great. Pop and Hennessy. That sounds like an old school rap duo. That sounds great. I'd I listen to some old school pop and Hennessy. Totally. For sure. But I, I'm, I'm glad this, this first double game week is over and uh, people are looking at what happened and some people who triple captained and some people who used their wild card to exploit this first game week. Um, it paid off for some people, yes. They brought in Ward. They might have brought in Dan. They got two clean sheets, and maybe they brought yeah, in Yeah, the Hennessey. defenders are the ones that work out in this double for but, both sides. It's pretty but crazy. It, it's usually always that way. Last year, it was that way as well. There was three or four players that were uh, – you know, I, don't, I, don't, I can't remember yesterday, let alone last year. Um, plus, I have the Labatt's beer commercial song <laughs> in my <laughs> head right now. But, but yeah, last year – Everybody was chasing the midfielders and forwards for the double game weeks, and it turned out that the teams that nobody was really looking at had defenders, and they ended up getting a clean. I can't remember. Like I think it was the, la- the second to last week of the year. The two worst teams ended up getting a clean sheet, but nobody ever rostered any of the guys. So it was beneficial to zero. Um, same thing happened this week. I mean, defenders and goalies, is if, if you brought them in, it's you got your points. Well done. I'll pat you on the back. I'll buy you a pint. Um, but, yeah, Lukaku... I mean, everybody brought him in, whether it be by by hook or crook, because they wanted to be offensive and thought they were outsmarting him. Some people even triple captained him, and some people just brought him in just to be defensive, just because everybody else was doing it. You know what? This just teaches everybody a lesson: don't be a follower. 
We all fall into the trap of being a follower. And and you and I said on this show to not fall for the Lukaku thing, and then both fell into it. Yeah. And like everyone knew better. Mm-hmm. I, I knew it was going to happen. I just I just couldn't afford to not do it in in my my mini league that I'm chasing points. Yeah, so, and Dylan, who who listens and, and comments on our stuff a lot, was asking why we both did it, and, and what I was saying, and I'm I'm pretty sure you'll echo this, is it was the defensive move with upside. It was to limit the upside of other people in your league, and if he goes off, then you leapfrog the people that didn't do it. Fortunately, neither of us bought in enough to triple captain. I feel really sorry for those people, yeah. but they should have known better. That just um, sucks. Ah, I mean, it so just bad. sucks. It just sucks. I mean, if anybody watched that game, uh, I watched maybe about 30 minutes of it, and then was like, yep, where's Barcelona? So, yeah. But I had yeah, I was I was stuck watching this game the whole time. Apparently, Atleti put on a defensive masterclass, which is the opposite of surprising because that's what Diego Simeone does. <laughs> Diego Simeone is such a good defensive teacher mm-hmm. of tactics and everything that he couldn't fit Toby all the world into his side, and he came to the Premier League and has been arguably the best center back in the Premier League. Yeah, and there's a there's a Chelsea cast off there that's playing every game for for Atleti. Oh, Felipe Luis. Yeah. So. Yeah, I thought he was going to be huge for you guys. I really did, and he never I, I got past Aspilicueta. It's Mm-mm. crazy, and nope. and and it's it is also a testament not just to the talent they have, which is obviously abundant, but that system can work for anyone. Mm-hmm. It's man. Yep, you just need a system player that fits into it. Yeah, they've, and Simeone's yeah. really figured that out. <laughs> Although Simeone. Much like Leicester this season, like, Atleti, if you watch the highlights, you think that they get out and play some attacking football with Griezmann? Mm-mm. They, they do not. <laughs> they're, very sim- they're very similar to Leicester. They, they're yeah. just with, Griezmann is their Vardy. It's basically that they play the same. Yeah, he's the one with the face stuff. up front and he just goes. Torres has somewhat been revived. Yeah. Very strange. Very strange stuff indeed. Um, so here's where we usually talk about price changes, but there aren't many. Do you want, you just want to take this? Yeah. I mean, the existing price changes that have gone up already, I mean, it's, it's bad. I mean, there are guys that you don't even want right now. Uh, anybody watched the Everton game today? Barkley and Lennon, how'd they look today? You trust them for another Oof. double, double I have, game? I have week? a friend that captained Lennon. I mean, you, you trust them for another d- double game week where they're actually playing better teams in Liverpool and and Southampton, who are better defensively than, than Crystal Palace. Also, I'm, Liverpool have been surprisingly efficient defensively over their last five. Yeah, I, I don't understand. The, I mean, I get they're getting two for one, but I don't see the value in that. Uh, looking speculatively ahead, I'm not even going to cover the people who went down because if anybody went down and they're on a double game week, you shouldn't own them anyway. So there's a free piece of fantasy advice, and you're welcome. Um, but from a future lookout, uh, you know, I reference uh, Fantasy Football Fix a lot. They have a good site. They're very speculative on their their stats and predictions and price changes and stuff. Uh, predicted to go up tomorrow or within the next 36 hours from this podcast. So basically, by the time you're listening to this tomorrow, they'll probably already be in contention to go up. Uh, it'll be Anthony Martial, Kevin De Bruyne, Joel Robles, David De Gea, Gabriel from Arsenal, Bellerin from Arsenal, and Alexis Sanchez from Arsenal. Those are all the predicted guys to go up in the next day. Gabriel's the only one that I super don't. Yeah, subscribe I don't. To. I, I don't subscribe to any of them. Everybody else is a star there. Robles, I don't buy either. There's better options on on goalie if you're going to spend the money this week. And debatably, Liverpool aren't facing terrific defenses. Southampton haven't kept 
that many clean sheets after they kept those six when Forster came back. Mm-hmm. But but the, those attacks, you are not a fan of for Rob- Robles? Robles? Ru- Robles? Ru- Ruby Robles. Joel Robles. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, and then predicted to go down, which is we just got done talking about going full pyro on on the Belgian and R- Lukaku is expected to go down as well as y- Yannick Bellassi. So I think people yeah. have seen man, seen Bilassi what they need to. had a chance today too. Yeah, he did. <sighs> man, that was real frustrating. And um, I didn't I didn't even bring him. He was just like one of my picks for the week. And yeah, sometimes he's like, ah. But, I mean, yeah. Also, anybody watch that game? It's 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 de- deplorable to watch that kind of. Also, Wickham. We were told was going to be okay. Misses both matches. Well, he um, he, he, he played, came on as a sub, but yeah. So by the way, we we tied on our bet. By the way, oh, did we? Yeah, you, I gave you <laughs> I gave you Lukaku for Wickham, who had who would have more goals, and we both tied at zero. <laughs> zero. We nailed it. They, yay, man! They don't call us the best fantasy podcast in the land for nothing. Also, Wait, who, who calls us that? Sh- uh, them, they, they uh, the people. Well, if one People's person, champ. <laughs> if one person says like, "Oh, you have the world's greatest hot dog," you can say you have the world's greatest hot dog. That's so, true. I, so, as as a person that's often in New York, both of us, uh, that's absolutely how it works. You're like, this place has the best pizza in New York, but also on the next block, so does that place. So, thank you, my grandmother, who thinks this is the best FPL fantasy podcast <laughs> on the on the world. So now, me and Kevin that. can actually say to all the <laughs> listeners that guess what. This is the best American-based fantasy football show on the planet. Hosted by people named Kevin and Rob of all time. Well, no, you know what? I, I kind of like our – you know, I'm not going to pat myself on the back or, yeah. you know, steal someone's pony here. That's a new expression, by the way. Okay. I just made that up. Steal someone's pony? But, I like it. But, yeah. But uh, I, I think we put out a quality product that people like to listen to. Yeah. I, I will say um, if you're looking for more – Statistical. Statistical. <laughs> it's fantastic it's, stats. Is what? Yeah, fant- Halloween. Fant- Halloween. Fant- <laughs> <laughs> All right. Halloween. DJ Mustard on the beat, huh? Um, <laughs> I think we have a lot more fun. And I think I think that holds value. Yeah, we give you excellent advice. Now that we're done. <laughs> stuff. I'm sorry we don't break down how many consecutive passes uh, Johan Kabai makes on Tuesdays when he wears Adidas cleats. Also, you know we're not we're not your spot for DFS. I'm sorry. You know, I'm not. Um, yeah, I mean, if you wanted us to be a spot for DFS, and somebody wanted to pay us to be their spot for DFS, hell yeah, I played DFS. Yeah, I hashtag play DFS. Panfuel. If Panfuel wants to jump in here, hashtag, and give us money I play. Hashtag I play daily. I play daily every week. Oh, do you? Yeah. I do not. I, well, I, I, I do uh, play Chaga's Perfect Eleven, which is daily ish, but without yeah. the salary. A big, a big shout to Chaga. Yeah, a, a good friend of the program. Big so. Up, so. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, we don't really talk about daily stuff because, you know what, I don't think our audience is, is in tune with that right now. I think well, we have a largely British audience yeah, and based they, on our hits, which I think is surprising based on the fact that we are America. Just America. And considering how much we listen and, and talk about baseball, well, we definitely appreciate all you guys listening to us, but uh, it doesn't seem as though DFS has really caught on as much. No, across it has the pond because they have it available because you could bet. Oh, you can actually bet, right? It doesn't, yeah. doesn't so fill that huge gap. You don't have to fake bet and go against fantasy robot, fantasy guys living in their mom's basement who have yeah. Casio calculator watches. <laughs> That's real. Also, uh, before we move on, let's talk about our teams a little bit. Um, <laughs> I had a really late night last Friday night. I was at the Pirates-Reds game. Starling Marchi hit a grand slam. I'm in the shot in the background if you want to go back and watch it. 
Um, <laughs> I texted you at like 3 a.m. And I was like, hey, <laughs> I'm, I'm deciding to Captain Lukaku, <laughs> which was a mistake. Yeah. And the other move I made was I put Firmino back in for Sigurdsson, mm. which was also a mistake. Sigurdsson mm. ending with 11 points. So I left 11 points up on the board. <laughs> was going to play Aguero as my captain. Decided to switch to Lukaku. That's nine points left on the board. I left 20 points on the board, which is not very exciting. Back to front. Fraser Forster gets me two. Simpson and Huth get me eight apiece. Alderweireld gets me 15. So my Sunday changed everything real quick. Because I was looking at a pretty bad red arrow. And then, oh man, math is not my strong suit. Was that 31 points? 16 and 15? Yeah. 31 yeah. points for my three defenders. <laughs> That's going real well. Mm-hmm. Um, Payet doesn't do much, as I said he wouldn't. Also, I might be dropping him this week. We'll get into that. Villa Ali scores seven from him. Mares three. Firmino, two. Ugh, should have picked Sigurdsson. Kane, two. Aguero, nine. Lukaku is dead to me forever. Hashtag, he's Lukaka. And not the player, the one that means shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my my team didn't didn't fare too well. Um, I brought in Coutinho this week, and he didn't play, but that's fine. I have an automatic sub, so I'll get Cresswell, who got an assist, I believe, oh, in the game. Nice. So I had Fabianski in goal. He got a clean against Chelsea. Fuchs, Alderweireld, and Bellerin on defense. They got me 21 points plus hey. Fabianski's six. So yeah. I ended up on 62 points total for the week. Uh, Payet, Ali, Coutinho, Mares to the midfield, but like I said, Coutinho is going to be sub. Now, Lou uh, shitbag up front with Aguero <laughs> and Kane. Um, yeah, so 62 points. I'm probably right about or right near the average of what it's going to be for the week. Uh, it could have been worse, could have been better, but I'm still pockets full of chips and still got a wild card. You know, I may fall down in the next, you know, two weeks, but I'm still going to, my plan is still intact to do what I'm doing. And I still think it's a better idea to do what I'm doing and to, to shoot for. The bench boost in thirty-seven. I just I think the differential of players is better for thirty-seven than it is for thirty-four. Yeah, I definitely agree on that. And both of us still have all of them, right? Uh, yeah, I haven't used any. I may use one next week. I yeah. may not. I, I may. Think I think I'm using all out attack this week. Yeah, I may. I may wait. And since I can field uh, twelve guys on week thirty-five on a shortened week, I may go all out attack in week thirty-five. Oh snap! That'd be really interesting. Yeah, I'm. I'm kind of. Forced my hand a little bit with the doubling up of Simpson and Huth, which obviously helped a lot this week. But I don't mm-hmm. love the West Ham matchup. I still have Jan Mott, who broke his hand punching a wall because he's angry at how horrible Newcastle are. <laughs> I still have Borthwick Jackson, who is now the cheapest player in FPL. Um, so I don't have anybody else to rotate in. So I think I'm going to go all out attack. We'll talk mm-hmm. about the moves that I'm going to make later in the week to bring in to make that uh, usable. But as it stands right now, it looks like I'm going to go... All out attack this week. <clears throat> Let thirty five ride. I should be fine. Then uh, wild card thirty six, bench boost thirty seven, triple captain. Probably what you've been saying all along. Kane versus Newcastle, who will have nothing yep. left to play for in thirty eight. Yep. They're going down. <laughs> I hate it, and we're losing Jake Jackman on the EPL roundtable pod, and, and we love mm-hmm. having him on a whole lot. And uh, Chief, who's been on this show, is a Newcastle fan. That that sucks. Feel bad about that, um, but. They've just. This is this is going to be a very you know we talked about you guys want statistics. Newcastle haven't played well enough to win enough games to stay up. Yeah, 
There's a good stat for everybody. There's a stat that, <laughs> that speaks volumes. How about that? It does. Post the numbers and then look at it this way. If you don't play well, the numbers say you don't play well. And the numbers meaning this are the points that you need to stay up. Right. And Newcastle didn't do it. Yeah. So. <laughs> um, but yeah, anyway, yeah. So that, that, that kind of sucks. But yeah, that's my, that's my current plan. What, what's your current plan? My plan is uh, just ri- make transfers this week just to get over, you know, I this week, we'll, we'll jump into this now because I have a whole ton, a bunch of stuff Fair enough. Yeah, uh, yeah. for week 34. Everybody, everybody looks at their roster and they see when they, when they try to make transfers and bring people in, the minimum I'd want to go into this week with for double game week guys is eight. I'd want eight wow. guys with double game weeks, which seems like a lot, but it isn't. But just think about this. You're going against teams that are probably bench boosting and going and getting 15. So if you have eight, you're over the halfway point of that. And I think if you're not using any chips to counter counterattack what they're doing, I think you'll be okay for the later weeks because you're not risking your roster. You still have your wild card, and you'll catch up the points in 35 because you, you could probably actually feel the team because there's only – Certain amount of teams are going to be able to play that have a double game week and then and playing week thirty five. You know, Liverpool is one of them, so they can only have three Liverpool players. Yeah, they're going to be beneficial to them, but you know, how beneficial are they going to be to them? So, this is my I'd advice be on week. six. Yeah, you'd be on six. I have yeah. I have eight right now, but I can get to nine if I want to. Um, so this is this is my advice. Don't be scared to take a minus this week. I know it's late in the season and giving up points sucks. Listen, listen to me. You take a minus four. If a guy does nothing for two games, he's going to get you four points. So basically, the minus four becomes a zero. But you have the lottery ticket of having him do something in that game for the price of minus four. But you have in the bank that even if he sucks, you're still going to end up at zero. Does yeah. that make sense? It does. So even if you take a minus four, even if you do minus eight, don't let it affect your decision making. And the best bet, the best advice I can tell you is there's there's several players that everybody's bringing in this week. Look at look at the transfer rate for for a Wobi from from Arsenal. Yeah. He's over fifty thousand in already. His uh, price tag. Uh, Ali to a Wobi is the most transferred this week. Yeah, because his four dot six price tag is perfect for everybody, and it allows people to double up through the midfield on Sanchez and Kevin De Bruyne, which is an awesome idea if you can do it. Great, you know. Look at the differentials. There's tons and tons of differentials on guys who have double game weeks. We're gonna get it. We'll get into it in a little bit when we do starts and sits. But yeah. I just wanted to. I didn't want to. You know, preface the whole start sits thing with. Uh, don't be afraid to take a minus this week because, like I said, you know, if your guy does does nothing, you're gonna end up with a zero there because minus four plus four is zero. Because unless they only two, start one of them, which we'll yeah, also touch on later, because abso- some, some players are big risks for that. Ab- absolutely, and you know what? Every game is a risk for somebody because who's to say he doesn't get hurt in any in the first game and then doesn't play in the second game? So it's a risk anyway. You can get you also can get rid of- don't do these moves yet. Like there have been tons of matches this week. City played yesterday. Everton and Palace played today. Liverpool no, play tomorrow. Wait tomorrow. Wait, wait till tomorrow, please, for the love of everything. Mm-hmm. Wait until that Liverpool match is over to be sure. Um, you yeah, know, I I absolutely agree with with everything you're. I'm sniffing what you're. I'm sniffing what you're scratching, man. Sniffing what you're gluing. I don't know. <laughs> like those scratching sniffs. Well, I love scratching too. Right? Yeah, those um, little stickers. I used to have a big book. I used to have a sticker book. I have a legit question. Why have we all just accepted that artificial lemon flavor is nothing like lemon? I don't know. Right? Like, le- like lemon head 
like lemon heads. Yeah, like, like kind of- artificial cherry. Nothing mm-hmm. like cherries. We we just accept this stuff, man. Like it's, like it- artificial apple is close-ish. Like like a Granny Smith. Like it's a little tart. But lemon and cherry, they aren't even close, man. Yeah, I, I don't think they can do it with the preservative level that they have to put in it to keep it fresh. I think mm. it, I think it turns the product. But yeah, it's it's a big brainwashing thing. I think. Like this is lemon flavored. You're like, what? This is lemon-ish flavored. Also, blue raspberry just tastes blue. It doesn't yeah. taste like raspberry. Well, it's it's funny. You know, the biggest the biggest thing about um, you ever have Fruit Loop cereal? Yeah. You know how like they have they have five different colors in there? Yeah, aren't they all the same? None of them taste the same. None of them taste different. They're all right. the same. Yeah. It's just color. It's all yeah. it is is color. You're like, this one tastes greener than the orange This one. one's green. <laughs> You're like, okay, dude. And this purple one is more lilac-y than the others. <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, all right. Well, that was a gap. What was that? 2048? Boom. Writing it down. <laughs> okay. Cool. That's where commercial's going for people that need to get Junior ISA offers from Orbis Access, who I'm not going to plug anymore unless they want to give us more money. Please give us uh, more money. Okay, bye. <laughs> um, all right. So on to starts and sits. For me, it's very conflicting for me what to do. I've been wanting to bring in a United forward. <laughs> I'll get into some stats that tell me not to, but I want to do it. Two interesting options. So you have Anthony Martial. Two assists again today. I don't love that he's averaging just a shot on target over his last five. But his take-ons and chances created are both up ever since he shifted out to the wing. Um, I, I think he's more Rooney-proof. Uh, and is more desirable of, of the United forwards this week. I think he's the most desirable there. The other interesting option, obviously, is Marcus Rashford who's only on 4.5. He's a terrific differential option. Scored again today. Has even worse attacking stats than Martial, though. And was pulled at halftime against Tottenham for Ashley Young. Imagine what will happen now that Wayne Rooney's back in the fold. I'm really iffy about that. I don't think Rooney you can bring in at all. Is there any way you're particularly leaning between those United guys? Uh, You know, I was just going to add that the whole Rooney presence, and he got subbed in in the 90th minute today, uh, his, his, his looming... You know, and but Martial tough. hasn't played as a forward for like five weeks. That's true, but he still qualifies as a forward, so you're still guaranteeing that he's probably going to play in a wide role for United. Yeah. He's probably more guaranteed to play than a Rashford is for both games because he could play in a wide role. You know, he could play off of Mata and then opposite of whoever they want to play on the opposite side. Um, so yeah, Martial is is the guy there if you want to bring in a United guy. I understand that the Rashford love is probably there, but how much of that is actually based on his price? It's probably a lot because yeah. you know Although he's still his goal the, today was so well taken. Yeah, it was it was brilliant. But his his love, I believe, is you know he's in the mid fours, so him bringing him in allows you to basically manipulate your roster in a way that you want, like bringing in the midfield duo over ten, you know Sanchez and KDB. So. I think Martial is the play there if you're going from anyone. I wouldn't be surprised that, that uh, the most transferred straight transfer for Lukaku this week is to a Martial. Yeah, I think it makes a lot of sense. Uh, in midfield, I still like the Firmino-Coutinho duo. Um, still not sure who's going to get more playing time. Firmino's been more consistent. Coutinho is more enigmatic. He has big matches. He has horrible matches. Firmino's been like B-plus for pretty much all of 2016. 
Um, so still like them. <laughs> and the one that I'm really interested in, and we'll talk about it now and when we get to moves that I'm interested in making, <laughs> instead of going the KDB route, who has been awesome, but can you guarantee me that he plays more than 120 minutes? No. Mm-mm. It's impossible. Samir Nasri. He's my number one guy this week. You Love it. He snagged him from me. Me as well. 6.7. I have a secondary one. Yeah, well, that's good. Uh, 6.7. Good for you. Good for you. Don't you Aww. shush me. <laughs> um, I was going to pat the mic, but that probably messed with some stuff. But facing, there you go. Facing Chelsea and Newcastle. I, I am sorry for leading the bandwagon on the Chelsea's defense is going to be good now thing that I started like two months ago. Courtois has been awful. Doesn't even play at the weekend. I don't know what they're doing. They're putting in Miazga. They're so easy to exploit in between the center backs and the wing backs. It's not good. But anyway, you have Nazri, who isn't qualified for the Champions League. Sorry, isn't registered, so he's fully rested. He has a goal and an assist with four chances in his last hundred and what is that, hundred and fifteen minutes, I think he played. He's at 0.5% owned. And he's the only, literally the only Manchester City player that I think is more likely to play both games than not. Start, rather. Yeah, I can see that. Um, I mean, through the midfield, yeah. Yeah, and then... Um, I think the other person you might see is... You know, I can't, I can't even guarantee... The other person you're, you're going to see is you'll, you either get a, you'll either get a good dose of Fernandinho or... One of the Fernands. Yeah. Maybe Navas. But that maybe, doesn't and, inspire confidence. And maybe maybe Fabian Delph. Yeah, has been playing well. <laughs> you know what I really wish? I really wish Boney didn't exist. Because Nacho would be a really interesting play here. Don't you dare talk that way about wake it, shake it, Boney, Boney. Hey man, I think he's coming to Tottenham. <laughs> Much though I don't love it. Yeah. But I, I think yeah, Nacho would be a really interesting play here against the Chelsea defense that is older. Although, younger <laughs> now that we're playing... Uh, Miazga, obviously. And USA! USA! There's, another, there's a chance that uh, they might even get uh, younger and they're going to play Anya this week as well. Ola Anya. That would be fun. He's, hey, he's a youngster. Why are you talking about bringing in um, a Roma center back in Monolos instead of just bringing back Christensen, who's probably better? Mm, I think that they're the powers that be. And don't forget, they're bringing in an Italian coach. Mm. So he, he has firsthand knowledge of what guys that he likes. Is it so Manolas I think, Greek? Oh, but you're just saying having he, played in Serie A? He, he, he plays in Serie A, so that's where his scouting is. Mm. I think he the concept that Conte is going to come in with, I think the center back from, from Roma fits what the role that, you know, the vacancy that John Terry would be there. Interesting. I just really rate Christensen. I think it's really weird. Oh, I, just, I do too. I, I like Christensen as well. Word. Um, anyway, I also like Sigurdsson. Goal or an assist in eight of his last ten games. No double. Really, really shouldn't have sat him. I know it's no double, but are you honestly telling me that he can't beat Newcastle as badly than than some of these guys are going to blank two of them? You were just saying that if they blank two, they still get four points, so it's worthwhile. Sigurdsson could easily get ten. Here's here's a question for you. In a a league where guys only have one game this week, Ali, Marez, or Sigurdsson? Who are you playing? Sigurdsson, not close. I'd start Marez. Would you? Interesting. I'm I'm cooling on Marez real fast with this new play style that they're doing, which, by the way, is very Chelsea of them. Play very uh, well. They they were never particularly attacking, but they got forward often. 
And then, <laughs> I'm sure you remember, and this isn't just to brag about it, I promise. After the Tottenham 5-3. Before that, Chelsea were playing some fairly enterprising football. And then after that, Mourinho was like, we're setting up shop and winning the title. Mm-hmm. And then that's exactly what they did. It feels like that's exactly what's happened to Leicester ever since the Arsenal match. Is oh, they were just I like, mean, now we defend and we'll yeah, score uh, one. And if you're scoring one can. every match, it's not going to be Mars every week. Nope. So his his value in my mind has dropped. Oh, significantly. I, I agree. It's it's dropping. I just don't. I you you rather like, have him over Sigurdsson against Newcastle? Now I'm thinking about it. I'm hedging my bet. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. I'd rather have Ali. How's that? I'd rather take Ali over. <laughs> you rather have Ali against Stoke? I mean. That's fine. I, I don't really believe in their keeper situation, and their defense has been pretty awful. If I asked you right now, where do you think Stoke are on the season in defense? What would you guess? Bottom third? Yeah, exactly. Like, they, the top of that bottom third, but yeah. They, For some up, reason... Like, their last six games, they've given up like four and three goals in those games. So Yeah, just everyone has this mental image of Pulis's Stoke team. And for some reason, it won't get out of their heads. Like, this Stoke defense was never particularly good this season. But Butlin had the most saves by far. They went through a stretch where they got six cleans in seven games. But it was mostly Butland, is what I'm saying. No, I know. Well, I mean, but I'm saying that's when everybody's remembering. Like, oh, Stoke is so good. They're looking at accrued value instead of current value. Mm. Yeah. Also, I thought you were saying accrued value, like A space crude. They're playing two live crude value. (laughs) Two live crude. Dude, that's that's somebody's fantasy name for next season. That's the title of this. Sure. (laughs) Dude, that's not a bad shout. Um, All right, so that's my midfield. And in defense, first of all, shout out to your boy Tim Closa, who uh, has a pretty decent matchup against Sunderland, who have the fourth worst scoring record of the last five matches. Who do you think are the third worst over that period? Hmm. I'll give you a hint. It's crazy enough that it's being mentioned here. Crazy enough. So they're probably a top team. I'd probably say... Hmm. Good one. You're, make, you're making me stutter a little bit. <laughs> you usually crush these and then I just feel like an idiot. West Ham. <laughs> uh, it's United. Right. Um, obviously held to nil by Tottenham. So, in one hand, I'm saying buy in on the Martial and Rashford hype trains. But in the other, like, I rate both of those players. But this United attack as a whole has not clicked this entire season. No. So, anyway, I just thought it was important to balance out my hype earlier. Arsenal faced just one top ten attack the rest of the season. So, get in those Bellerins and Nachos. Like I said, I don't trust Gabriel at all. Also, United's defense, in theory, has Villa and Palace, which is very tasty. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I love United this week. I don't know who you're bringing in though. For me, Smalling's too expensive. It'd be you a can't trust Darmian because he just it, gave up three goals on his own. Is it yeah. Fosu Mensa? He had a well, great match he, last week. He's very cheap. His flag just went off today too, so he's not yellow anymore. Yeah, because he played today. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I, it, if you're making any moves for a United player, the number one move is De Gea. Um. Yeah. So, I mean, the differential probably won't. What be is his price on? Five eight. I think he's five Ooh. eight. Mm. That's a lot. Yeah. I mean, we don't ever cover goalkeepers in here for you know start sits because it's like kickers and fantasy football. But that that catches. actually that is going to be a lot of points. I'll tell you now. Mm-hmm. He gets at uh, least one clean sheet, and it's I'm probably like sixty plus percent to get two. Yeah, I'm I'm on the fence of bringing in De Gea this week. 
He's Man, he's one of the moves that I've been I've been toying with. <laughs> yeah, been, you know I've been itchy on Courtois for like a month now. I've been, I've had I've oh. done, I've had three different sets of of transfer ideas that I've been mulling over, and I, I'm trying to figure out one. So yeah, but uh, all right, so well, I'll, we'll I'll, I'll, I'll do I'll do my starts. Yeah, um, I have I have a couple guys listed, and they're both United guys. I have Marcus Rojo. And, and Timothy uh, full of um, of Mensa. I don't know. <laughs> Timmy full of Mensa. <laughs> it sounds like a card hand. Like yeah, if you're playing. If you're I have like a full poker, house. I have a Timmy full of Mensa. Mensas. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just love United's fixtures this week. You know, anytime they play, you get a you get a Villa stack in there. That's got to be a good thing for you. Um, they're both owned under one percent. And Rojo's a little bit more expensive. He's at five, and Fosa Mensa's at three point nine. So the price is okay, but the differential is there for rostering. Uh, I'll give a shout out to a sleeper. Uh, I know West Brom, play, West Brom plays Arsenal in their second game, um, but if you're looking for a differential guy, how about Johnny Evans? He's only point seven percent of yeah. leagues, four point five, four point five price tag. He fits nicely into any anybody's anybody's roster, and he's got a double. That's what you're looking for this week. Uh, through the midfield, Samri Nazri is the guy I pegged this week, but I have a couple guys, so I'm going to be here for a while. Uh, Nazri, like like Kev said, uh, who are you trusting through City's midfield? He doesn't qualify for Champions League. Uh, KDB may get one game, may come off the bench for another game because they have a, a, a ton of Champions League games coming up. and We've gone over that schedule offline, and it's crazy. Um, it's filled with doubles and singles and doubles. Um but there's a lot of guys that I that I like this week that that could be sleepers. Uh, Jorginho Wijnaldum, guess what? He, he's playing two games at home. Uh, his ownership is way way down. Newcastle's got okay matchups, not great. I mean, they only play City, but City may not be the attacking City that we're we're used to. Uh, if, if everybody wants to go with the Lemming crowd, go go with a Wobie from Arsenal. He's already got fifty thousand transfers in. Price tag is conducive for anybody. Uh, my sleep, my other guy besides Nasri that I had this week. Uh, I know I know the Liverpool ambiguously Liverpudlian duo through the midfield of Coutinho and Firmino get all the love, um, but I'm going to give a tout to James Milner. Interesting. Uh, Two assists. Six yeah. 6.5 owned in 3.5 percent, and I actually looked. You actually look at the teams that aren't dead. He's only owned in 0.8 percent of leagues. Um, if anybody's going to play all the games, especially with the injury concerns to Coutinho and Firmino, and trying to keep them healthy with the game they have tomorrow. Milner to me seems dead on to play both games in this double. Uh, he he seems like he's a he's the leader on he's, the field. He's their for them. captain when um, Henderson isn't playing, and Henderson yeah. isn't playing for the rest of the year. So yeah, yeah you, so, you got to figure he gets minutes. You know he's the leader on the pitch for them. Um, the other guy I, I hate him shout- by the way, but yeah, I will back you, you up you on minutes. <laughs> it's fine, but uh, and the other guy I want to give a shout out. He plays for United. He plays on defense, and he kind of get he kind of gets shitted on because he qualifies as a midfielder. For in the in the regular Ooh, game daily daily blend one point one percent owned five dot two but he, the only thing that's bad about him is you're not getting the benefit of having him get clean sheet points because he qualifies and as the a frustrating midfield. thing is because of how much he switches back and forth I'm not sure he'll be out and out listed as a defender next year yeah he but if he is he'll have a lot of value because next season assuming that Phil Jones is actually healthy at any point in the season he'd be in that dire category of of defenders yeah, listed that play in the midfield. Absolutely, because uh, the the United defensive midfielder duo of Schneiderlin and uh, the German, what's his face? Or we saw how well that worked. Mm. Um, 
but yeah, so those are my midfielders. There's, there's a lot in there. Nasri, Wijnaldum, Blind, Milner, and if you want to just be go with the pack, go with the Wobie, who's going to be probably close to 90,000 in by the time the game time to kick off on Saturday. Uh, up top, it's Martial and it's Mitrovic. That's the only two ideas I have this week that aren't going to be universally owned or you know grabbed anywhere. Mitrovic is still kind of cheap, and he still has enough roster differential that you know you could trust him to maybe give you something. But he has two games. Yeah, Swansea Mar- City, you don't love as much, but yeah, but but City may be playing their secondary defense there. You know, mm-hmm. this may be a Di Michaelis game. This may be. Oh. You know, a Zabaleta game. This may be you all know, city fans just cried out in fear. You know, but it's it's a definite possibility with their upcoming schedule. It's their second. It's it, it's a second game. You know, or the sorry, it's a it's on the nineteenth, which is the, the yeah Tuesday. So it's a second game. So they're going to be one of resting players. So that's that's why I like Mitrovic there as a as a differential like because he's not going to really good logic. I like that. He's not going to get looked at as much because people are going to be looking at the the higher price guys and. I know we play City, but I don't think City plays their all-out best team against Newcastle because who cares? They're playing Newcastle, and they have nothing really to play for except for the top four. So if this game ends 3-3, that's good for you because Mitrovic is probably going to get two. Um, <laughs> uh, and I'll just jump right into – I'll jump into my sits. So up top, it's Lukaku. Get rid of him. He's awful. I don't care what he does from the rest of – he can score 41 goals the rest of the season. Wait, you're still- telling people to get rid of him before a double? Absolutely. Man, Absolutely. There harsh. are there there are better forward options, cheaper forward options. Question for you: Would you rather have Kane in one than Lukaku in two? Kane in one. I mean, you I, just I'm argued actually, against that with Sigurdsson. So I'm keeping. He's not. Joffrey Sigurdsson is not Harry Kane. I mean, <laughs> isn't he? The, no, okay. No, he's the, <laughs> he's the Icelandic Harry Kane. Um, yeah, but I don't trust Lukaku going into this double. They have better matchups, and if anybody saw the quality of product that Everton oh, put on man, today, it was, so it, is, it was before awful. the red card. Because I've already seen some people be like, "Well, you know, after the red card, play yeah. really." It was never good, though. No, it was awful. Barkley uh, had their only chance. Listen, and- you're only, you're only keeping Lukaku for one more week anyway because he blanks in 35. Do yourself a favor, get rid of him now. Southampton defenders are going to eat him up. He's going against Virgil Van Dijk. Uh, Last time I checked, Virgil Van Dijk is bigger than Romelu Lukaku. So. Interesting. He's probably um, similar. Yeah, he's probably very, very close. I didn't actually look. I think they're probably both like six, three, like two, six three two hundred ish. Six three two twenty. Dang. Then, yeah, that's crazy. That's a hoss. They're hosses. <laughs> uh, through the midfield, uh, anybody not named Ross Barkley or anybody who plays for Crystal Palace. That's the best advice I can give you. Just don't. I'm just. They're blah. Balassi. Anybody. Goodbye. When's the last time any? I haven't heard anything good said about Johan Gabay since the preseason. By the way, I, it's false because he had those three penalties in four weeks. And I oh, told geez. everyone to not buy him. That's where all of his points were coming from. And people were like, yeah, but he is a goal scorer. I was like, when? When has goal scoring been his thing as a holding midfielder? And the funny Please thing is I think the only me. reason he was taking those PKs is because Jedinak was hurt. <laughs> yeah, and had, and had lost his spot. And Punchin had been so poor. Um, and Punchin's actually him. making a resurgence right now. He actually looks very good. He played, he so, played very but, well today. But for for people in other leagues, like that count a lot. For of draft stats. leagues, I'm not saying to bring him in this year. I don't buy it. But it's the kind of performance where if he continues it through the end of the year, it makes him a lot more interesting next year. I mean, he'll probably be playing for a better club than Crystal Palace next year. Maybe like Norwich. <laughs> 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 well, I was. But, 
That, that was, was real good. That was real funny. Okay, so we, we usually talk about this uh, just on the defen- show. Defensively? No, oh, I'm like... interrupting you. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> what team do you think is going down with Villa and Newcastle? Do you think it's Sunderland or Norwich? It's pretty much only the two now. I think, it's, I think it's Sunderland. Mm. I hope so. I think, I think Norwich's schedule is better. It's basically the first team to win out of those two for the rest of the year. <laughs> Whoever gets a win first is going gonna, is gonna to stay up. Yeah. Let's, let's look at Norwich's schedule. Let's see. Norwich, Norwich has... They play Sunderland. They play Sunderland this week. Whoever wins this game stays up. There you That's go. true. Yeah, but Norwich, they have a tougher schedule overall because Arsenal. they have Arsenal, United, Watford, and Everton as their last mm-hmm. four, which is... Not fun. Uh, Sunderland have Norwich, as we already mentioned. Then Arsenal, Arsenal Stoke, Stoke, Chelsea, Chelsea Everton, Everton, Watford. Wow. They, they play almost the same schedule. Neither of those are great. <laughs> no, they play four of the same teams. Yeah. Three, Arsenal's Everton, Watford are the same teams they play. Yeah. Woo, it's going to be fun. Yeah. <laughs> I'd I, I prefer Norwich to stay up, but that's mm. just me. I think their uniforms are fun. True. Also, Sunderland have a lot of players that other teams could pick apart. Like Jeremy Lenz, <laughs> it's been a while since I've gotten to talk about him on this show. But he is a terrific winger in the right system. And this the, was not it. The funny thing is about Jermaine Lenz, and I said this to myself the other day when he got subbed on. He, if he was on the, the champions, you know, championship level team, he would flourish. But he's oh. not the kind of person mentally that, to play there because he's, a, he's in his head. He's, he's a, a diva. First, he's a first flight team yeah. guy. But yes. if he was on the championship team, he'd be he'd have like a Andre Gray type year where he'd yeah, be having also, twenty goals, if, ten assists. Also, if he was on a much better team, he'd Probably. be a perfect complimentary piece. Yeah, but who's he complimenting? Jermaine Defoe. <laughs> <laughs> right, but 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 that's what I'm saying. Okay, so if Sunderland go down, Defoe stays up. He'll go to somebody. So mm-hmm. will Lens. So will Cat and or Mole. Um, Nah, Kabul's probably going down, but Kirchhoff probably finds a job just off of his Bayern he, clout from prob- years He past. probably goes back to Germany. Yep, probably probably back to Bayern. Um, or, or you know, some team in the Bundesliga B. Who, who else yeah. is over there? Van Anholt definitely leaves. DeAndre Yedlin is technically coming back to Tottenham because it's a loan. I mean, this Sunderland team... He may, get, he may get sold to the MLS. Yeah, yeah. probably. Because he he'd be better And we could sell him for $10 million for sure to the MLS. Uh, Jan and Villa will probably go to oh, a, yep. another team because he's a good. I could see Jan and Villa going to like a Watford and being like a good. He's because I think he's. I think <laughs> you know he's what? Better. I have an interesting shout. What? If Leicester lose Conte, Ugh. you know, I did you hear the the rumored price? Arsenal, for him? yeah, that's crazy. Pretty crazy, yeah. But I mean, um, I mean, are they going? Gonna pay that? Absolutely, maybe. I mean, <laughs> Absolutely, maybe. That's an excellent but, point. But they've done it before because remember, this team last year for no freaking reason had Esteban Cambiaso. Yeah, and then they lost Cambiaso. They're like, our midfield's in tatters. What are we gonna do? Let's sign this guy from League De. Is that the second league in France? League De. <laughs> That's what I guess because Ligue 1 is the first one. So I'm guessing it's League De. <laughs> So they bring in Conte, they lose him, you bring in him Villa, another passer. Well, he's less of a destroyer, more of a deep-lying passer, but I think it could work, man. But yeah, I could see that. Anyway, my point is, is that we just listed, what, seven starters for Sunderland yeah. and that's that not could even, leave? And we're not even getting into the guys like who, have, who haven't been featured much because of injury. Like Sebastian Larson, he seems like a good chance. Yeah, champion. I like Sub Larson. He's a good free-kick taker. I like him a lot. I, I think Barini is exactly the kind of player that would go down with them. 
Mm-hmm. Dame and Doi. I mean, Ooh, I think that's a little question mark. I don't know, but yeah, because yeah, he was at Hull last year, right? Yeah, true, true. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, there's 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 some talent on there that would stay up. You know, Van Einholt would definitely find a top flight team to For go to. Sure. You know. You could probably see him going to basically anywhere. He he will look like I've seen a lot of people giving him a lot of flack this year for being so horrible. He's been paired next to Eunice Kabul and Sebastian it's Coates. Okay, Phil Sebastian Jones. Phil Jones. Wait, Phil Jones. Is Bill, Billy Jones. I'm sorry. Billy oh, Jones. Billy Jones is honestly the worst footballer I've ever laid eyes on. No, he's the, the best league. guy I've ever met. It's so so bad, but he doesn't get to play next to him because he plays right back. But yeah, it's it's all a mess. Sunderland. Are, my point is that if Sunderland go down, I honestly think they'd be a candidate to go down twice. Yeah, like consecutively. Yeah, yeah. That that's a good that's a good shout. I just want to see bright. I just want to see Brighton up in the, in the next division. Okay, so here's the situation podcast wise: is we have uh, some terrific people from Hull. We have Peter and Charlotte that are our Hull correspondents. We also have Jamie Smith uh, from Burnley, who's amazing. So I want those two up. Yeah. I really don't care about the third. I hate how Middlesbrough are trying to do it. But, yeah, yeah it would be nice to have Brighton. Hove Albion, <laughs> officially sponsored by Jay-Z. Well, it would be good to line. have Middlesbrough back up, get Stuart Downing back in the pool. Mm. It would be interesting. Anyway, what are we doing? Oh, yeah, who are your defenders? <laughs> oh, my defenders? Anybody? <laughs> you're, you're sitting anyone not in a double. There you go. There's the best defenders I can think of. Anybody who's not playing two games really? in the fence, you don't want to be playing. Toblerone? Nope. So are you selling him? Dropping him? How are you doing that? How are you? How are people that we haven't told to get eight double players in by this week? Very heavy. Going to be right, but this is our job. If people haven't done that, how could you, in good faith, tell them to drop somebody as consistent as no, Alderweireld? You, you wouldn't drop him. You drop. He plays in thirty-five. Yeah, I know. You wouldn't drop him. I'm not dropping Fuchs or Alderweireld. So who are you playing defensively? Um, I'm bringing in a United defender to play with Bellerin and Cresswell. Probably uh, Fosu's Fulamensis. Mm-hmm. And then I'm bringing in De Gea for Adrian. Mm. And then maybe Adrian bringing in somebody for Arnautovic. And then I will have De Gea. I'll have one, def- I'll have one two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine doubles. Mm. And you're taking a minus four to get that? Minus, yeah, no, it'd be two. Minus, it'd be minus eight. Ooh. But like I said, yeah, you're no, not really, I, you're yeah, not really no, worried about it because if Haya gets one clean sheet, you make up the eight points because he's going to get save points and probably man of the match. I'm still fine with Toby. I am. Oh, it's fine. I but I'm, the players I'm playing that don't have a double game week are Ali, Mares, Kane. Those are the only those would be the only ones that I could be considering. Oh, you're not shifting out Kane. Interesting. Mm-mm, I'm keeping him. Because okay. only because his price is going to go up, considering that he doesn't have a double in the week thirty-five schedule. He's basically, oh right, yeah, because they're keeping that the balance. He's basically the best player there. Well, that, that's one of the reasons why I'm kind of fine with my alleged plan, which I'll talk about in a little bit, because he's I'll be he's able making up. I'll be able to still have a full team plus a little bit in thirty-five. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, nice. and remember that I am hamstrung. I haven't mentioned this in a while, but I can't bring in Arsenal players. So it would be really nice to do an Iwobi or a Sanchez where you don't have that gap. Like, as it says right now, I have Lukaku and Payet who are both going to blank in 35. So, anyway, we'll get to that in a little bit. My sits. Um, Don't buy in on Andy Carroll. I've had multiple people ask me 
if people should bring in Andy Kale. No, he does this all the time. One terrific performance validating weeks of ownership means he's just the shit Philippe Coutinho. Top notch. Okay, <laughs> top notch. Um, also, Lester and Watford are not good matchups for him. They're not. And it's also why I'm down on in the midfield. And I'm honestly telling you to sit or sell a two-game-week player in Dimitri Payet. I'm off it, man. I've, I've soured on him significantly. The matchups are really horrible. And if I can swap him for somebody like De Bruyne, who has a double and also still plays in 35, I'm not saying I won't bring Payet back when I use my wild card in 36. I may well do so. I'm not saying he's a bad player by any stretch. I'm just saying I do not like him against Leicester and Watford. Anyway, a lot of people disagree with that. I don't think he's worth a captain shout. I've seen some people say, oh, who should I captain between Dimitri and uh, Aguero and Alexis Sanchez? Payet isn't even close to that list due to matchups. Um, in defense, we just talked about how awesome the Palace boys are. And they're your heroes for double game week 33. And now you should sit or sell them against Arsenal and United in this double. Newcastle also against Swansea you don't particularly love. Um, oh, who's their, who's their double? I know they have a double. I just forget who the other one is. Palace? Swansea and City. No, Newcastle. Oh. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Don't, don't want that. Um, so, now it is time to talk about our teams, which I've alluded to many times. For me, let me lead off with a a question. Would you rather have Martial and Nasri or Rashford and De Bruyne? Hmm. That's a good question. Only because I kind of like Nasri and I like the, the differentials there. Yeah. Um... The world is bringing in KDB right this week, so yes. I'd probably go with the Martial rate only because I think United's fixtures with Villa are tempting enough that Martial plays both games because he plays in the wide position. He's not going to be affected by if Rooney comes out. Yeah, I think Rashford only plays one of these games, mm-hmm. so that's, I agree. That's also how I'm leaning. Although, I, if I, I think, did yeah, Rashford I think, and De Bruyne, there would be space to bring in De Gea, which is why I was like, oh. <laughs> yeah, I, th- I, th- I think if Rooney's going to play, he's going to play the second game. I know they're both at home, but I think he definitely... See, one of these games, Rooney's going to play. He's going to sub in. Home. Yeah, I think he's going to sub in in the first one and then probably start the second one. Fair enough. All right, well, I do think that's interesting. Two players I want to get rid of, <laughs> Payet and Mahrez, um, aren't the easiest for me to move out. Payet, because it's getting rid of a player that has a double heading into a double. Which is rough, especially on my team. As I mentioned, I only have six as it stands. If I brought in Martial and Nazri, I'd only be bringing in plus one because I'd be replacing one with another. Sigurdsson is the easiest one to ship out for me, um, both price-wise and not missing out on any doubles. But he does play 35. He fills that hole. And he has Newcastle this week. Now, starting after 35, there is no point in owning Sigurdsson for the rest of the season. The matchups get rough. I don't believe in it. But it just seems really dumb to get rid of cigarettes in this week. Well, it's better it's better to be early than late. Because if you're going to be selling them next week, there's your one transfer for the next week, and you're not using your wild card. Yeah. So figure think, think about your team that way. All right, so next week, if I keep you know, cigarettes in, in this week, my one transfer next week has to be getting cigarettes in out. Yeah. Now, wh- what money in the bank are you going to have, and then who are you going to go to? 
you know, there's also limited options to go to next week because of the the, the truncated schedule in mm. week 35. Um, so, I mean, you well, can go well, to... Well, my you, current thought was doing a shuffle with Mares. So, moving out Mares, bringing in one of those pairs, keeping cigarettes in next week, swapping cigarettes in Mares and bringing Mares back in. That makes sense. Um... It's not a bad idea. Um, trying, I'm just looking to see. There's nobody really. Yeah, I mean, unless you wanted to bring in some somebody from some, you can't even do that. That's not even going to work either. Yeah. Um, and it's pretty direct because Lesser will beat Swansea. Like I, I rate Mara's chances against Swansea much more than I do Sigurdsson's against oh, totally. Lester. Totally. So that's that's my thinking. Is I'm going to shell game it a little bit. That's a, no, um, you know what? That's a good. That's a good shout. I, I I agree with what you're 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 pondering there, and it's a good it's a good idea. <laughs> like you disagree with the notion, but you agree that if I was doing it, that's the way I do it. No, yeah, no. There, I'm look because I'm looking at the teams and, and the options that you'd bring in uh, for week 35. That would be different than Mares to to kind of get yourself a differential. There's nobody from Villa you're bringing in. Ooh. There's nobody from Southampton through the midfield you're bringing. Because you in. can never trust Tadej Germane, which is the most mm-hmm. frustrating thing. There's nobody from Bournemouth you're bringing in. There's nobody from Chelsea you can afford that you want to play. Mm-hmm. Uh, Liverpool, you're already going to own continue. Williams burned me so hard the last two weeks. You know, I'm, I just I'm, don't know why I still I'm going down the week 35. Yeah. Liverpool, you're already going to own Coutinho and Firmino, right? Yep. Okay, Man City, do you trust anybody against Stoke? The two days, three days before their Champions League match? No, I don't and, trust And three there. days after their previous match. Yeah, no. <laughs> uh, Stoke, maybe Arnautovic is healthy. Maybe that could be a way. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sunderland, no. Arsenal, you probably can't afford anybody you want to bring in there like Sanchez. Or maybe you, you can't bring him in anyway, so it doesn't matter. Right. Leicester, Mares, Swansea... Nobody. Spurs, you could bring Erickson in maybe. Mm, I already have Ali. I'm not going to sell yeah, So And then West Brom, you're going to bring in uh, you know, Craig Gardner? <laughs> Darren Fletcher? Yeah, probably yeah, not. <laughs> so yeah. So. Sessegnon? You can bring in Sessegnon. <laughs> I could bring in Stefan Sessegnon. Who, by the way, wasn't good enough to stay at Sunderland, but is good enough at West Brom. And he's, Upside and he's, down question And he's marks. playing at West Brom. Yeah, it's very, very confusing. Um, so anyway, that's my current thinking. Yeah. As always, that could change on a dime. Um, what about captain? Who are you thinking about captain? Like? I think I'm going Aguero, which is unfortunate because it's a makeup call. Because the yeah. last time Aguero played Newcastle, <laughs> he got five. I told people to drop it. It gets worse. Not only did I say on this show and in my weekly article mm-hmm. over at eaglesbeat.com, self promotion, shameless. Um, to drop Aguero. Not only did I tell everyone to drop him, but then I didn't. <laughs> and then he scored five goals. So, so like, if I had told everybody to drop him, I had dropped him and he scored five goals. Like, I would have followed my teachings. It just would have gone wrong. But I got the reward for it and told people to drop him. And I feel really bad about that. Also, you don't know what you're going to be getting here. Um... From this Chelsea defense, you don't know what you're getting every week. You just said you may be bringing in another kid in there. Mm-hmm. I I I think I think if you have Aguero, this is one of those weeks. Aguero on a double, one of them is Newcastle. You just have to do it. Yeah, uh, I agree. I don't know what I'm going to do with my captain because I don't know what I'm going to do with. I my saw team. some people Alexising. Do you have him yet? Or I don't have. I, he's one. He's one of the plays that I make that I can do, but I'd have then I'd have to ship out. I'd ship out Lukaku, bring in uh, Mitrovic, 
and then ship out Arnautovic to get Sanchez, and then ship out. But it's too many moves to do. It's too many moves because I'd rather shore myself on defense right. because I'd rather have De Gea in goal than Adrian. Yeah. But yeah, you know, I'd rather have De Gea in there. I'd rather bring in a uh, United defender and then bring in a midfielder that I can. So I'm not don't have two midfielders. But it's I, I have no idea. I could probably I might have taken a twelve minus twelve this week. I have no idea. Wow. Good enough. It doesn't hurt you because, like I said, if, if they have a crap game or you know, if they have one good game, you're basically going back to zero. I know the minus four is is a uh, is a bad looking. Nope. It's because it's red and it scares you. It jumps out. <laughs> you. But um, yeah. I, I I agree on four. I'm iffy on eight. I'm a firm no on taking a minus twelve this week. Yeah, I but think if that's you, crazy if, pants because I don't think there are that many players with good doubles. Yeah. These aren't good doubles, which is why I'm more confident. But if you could do if you could do a minus twelve and Say say, all right, say you made four moves and you had one free transfer and the other three moves where you brought in De Gea, Smalling, and Sanchez to your team. Who are you getting rid of to afford Smalling and Sanchez? That is a huge shift. You'd have to get rid of Aguero to do that. Mm-mm. I can get rid of Kane. Mm-hmm. I, can go, I can get rid of Kane, Arnautovic, Toby, and, and Adrian and bring in all four of those guys. Okay, so it's like 20... Uh, okay. Yeah, so it's crazy. It's twenty for what? Eleven on Sanchez because it's like ten nine, I think. Mm-hmm. And Smalling's on what six? Five eight? No, six five. I don't think that math works out, man. It might. I'm not innately great at this. I have I have one point four in the bank too. So. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, it probably just ekes out. Fair enough. All right. Uh, but so- there's a thousand ways you could do it. I mean, everybody just don't bring anybody this week that doesn't have a double. That's that's the best way to do yeah. it. Yeah. Well, uh, to finish this up, after the Will Smith stuff, not going to advocate gun violence. So a plum to your head. Who are you captioning this week? Uh, Right now, if I had to pick right now, the game was starting in a minute. It'd be Aguero. Um, I kind of want to be different. And I already own own Coutinho. Interesting. Bournemouth and Everton, man. Those are some pretty shoddy defenses. Or I could could just go completely crazy and go Hector Bellerin against Palace. (laughs) Dude! Palace and West Brom have two of the five worst attacks in the league. It's it's not it's not crazy. He's getting one. That's what I'm saying. They're, he's getting same one. thing with the United team. They're, you know, De Gea is get they're getting one. So yeah. taking a minus for to bring in you know De Gea is is probably a good idea because you're going to be plus two already if you take a minus to bring him in. Yeah. So and then it doesn't even factor in the save points and the bonus points. So. That's why I don't. I, I think the minus four is a big sham and a big scare off point this week. Yeah, fair enough. All right. Well, we are out of time. Tell the folks where they can reach you. Uh, you can find me on rasball.com, especially the soccer.rasball.com. Uh, I write all over that site. I'm like the recycling center. Um, or you can find me on Twitter, Smokey underscore Loogie. You can find me here on this podcast. That's pretty much it. I'm. I'm limited to what I can do now, you know, since I'm in a wheelchair now. And uh... <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> it's untrue, yeah. people. Don't was, don't send letters. Do send money and beer. No, uh, it's, dude. It's, it, it was really sad. I was in a, a an accident, uh, you know, at the Rose Bowl parade. What? Oh my goodness! <laughs> yeah. Also, a, we never bl- got our beer from the Infield Index, guys. A, a blimp fell on me. That's insane. Can we it, talk somebody, about how they never gave us our beer? And somebody came up to you and said, you're all right? No, I'm, I'm all right. You having a good day? No, it's a good year. Yeah, I get it.
and crickets. <laughs> Absolute crickets. Um, seriously, the Infield Index guys owe us a lot of beer. They're and scousers, dude. You didn't expect to, to make, get paid. We did need you? to make that happen. I'm gonna I'm gonna make some calls. Um, for me, I am on the Twitter machines at Kevroff. You can find my writings over at TheEaglesSpeak.com, where I'm going to be doing something a little different this week because you shouldn't be bringing in people from teams that don't have doubles. I just say that you can maintain some of them. Uh, so I'll be doing it by club instead of by price point, telling you which players I think are good from those. Uh, you can still check out the player updates at Playtaga that seem to be like two days behind. John, if you're listening to this. <laughs> um, also, obviously, this is going up now. Also, listen to the EPL Roundtable where we talk all things Premier League. That goes up on Fridays and Mondays. It's a pleasure as always. We're going to keep drinking. We're going to keep talking fantasy. We'll catch you next week. Peace.